0: This message is brought to you by Living Faith Church. You can find us on the web at livingbyfaith.com. Pastor Kathy asked me if I wanted to share on um, speaking in tongues and the power of praying in tongues and stuff. And um, I asked um, Alex to keep playing. You guys can stay up there too or you can sit down. It doesn't matter, especially somebody at the keyboard. Um, Because it's a little bit exciting and a little bit scary because I have no idea what he's going to do. (laughs) I don't have, like, a whole teaching like we would normally do laid out. But I feel like that's what's supposed to happen. Like, I don't feel like it was supposed to be a teaching laid out. In fact, I didn't even answer her until 4.30. (laughs) Because I kept feeling like I should do it, but I didn't have anything. It just was different. I mean, it just is different. And so I asked Alex to keep playing because, um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. So, which is kind of cool. Um, so I love the Holy Spirit. I love Holy Spirit stuff because of, um, just the revelation I've received over the years. And um, one of the things that um, personally for me that I really sought God on later, would, I mean several years ago but later in life, is um, tithing and the power of tithing other than just I'm supposed to, as the Bible says to, and um, praying in the Spirit. Because um, until you really get into prayer of any sort, whether you're praying in English or praying in the Spirit, it can be kind of boring until you really understand, like, what prayer is and you get a heart for it and you get an understanding for it. And so praying in the Spirit was kind of like one of those things, like I knew it was powerful, I knew I should do it, but I'm like, really, what's the power behind it? Because I think one of the things that enemy does is— he takes things and distorts them so that people don't understand how powerful it is. And so, you know, praying in tongues in the in the church world is very controversial still. And so, it's one of those things. Like, why is he trying to hide it from so many people? When when you look in the Word, it's, it's a power source. It's something that is completely. A spirit-to-spirit language that He's given us, and so um, I wanted to read first. I just wanted to read John sixteen thirteen, and I love this scripture. Um, this is from I think it's the Amplified, and I'm going to get my little reading glasses because it's become that point in my life. <laughs> And so John 16, 13 says, But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth, the whole, full truth. For he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. He will give the message that has been given to him and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future he will honor and glorify me because he will take he will take of receive or draw upon what is mine and will reveal declare disclose and transmit it to you that's really powerful that's really powerful And the other scripture that's just been going around to me for several months is John 6, 63. My words are spirit and my words are life. And I keep going back to that personally, like no other words are spirit and life. to you. Just my words, his words, my words are spirit and my words are life. Nothing else is going to provide that for me. And so, um, you know, he's the spirit of truth. He comes to guide us into all truth, the whole, full truth, so we can have different parts of truth and not have the full picture. We can be walking and understand prosperity and not understand healing at all. You know, there's parts and there's facets of God. We can be tormented in our mind because we don't understand the peace of God that we can really step into. So there's parts of just because we're a believer doesn't mean we have the full picture. It's a continual growing Prog- Revelation is progressive. We continually grow into who God is and who we are in him. And so we, He, the Holy Spirit is the one that guides us into the whole, full truth. And we can trust him because we know what he's getting is straight from the Father. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are all one. And so Holy Spirit is basically the, he's hes different names for him, but one of them that I love is the paracletos. He, he's the one that walks right along beside us all the time. But he's also an intercessor. He intercedes for us. And an intercessor is somebody who goes and stands, like if, if um, Sandy thought something bad about me and Pastor Kathy went and said, no, 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 let me tell you really about Heather. She just went in and interceded for me and intercepted whatever Sandy thought. So an interceder, an inter, interceder <laughs> goes and stands between that person and whatever the situation is or God or whoever. So the Holy Spirit stands between us, not really between us, but, you know, just for words, you know, for picture's sake. And he shows us things. He shows us things. He intercedes for us on behalf of... Um, On our behalf. And so we can trust him because he's trustworthy. And um, so he says, I'm going to give you everything, whatever he hears from the Father. So I like this because nothing is withheld from us. Nothing. And sometimes that's hard in life because we don't understand why things happen and different things. And you can ask God, and nothing's withheld, but sometimes we're the ones. That we're we're in a position where we're not really leaned into here, or you know that sort of thing. But he is there to give us everything, to tell us about the future. And so, our the power of our prayer language is that we speak spirit to spirit. We are spirit beings, so we have to learn to speak the language of the spirit. Like Pastor Barry used to say, if you were going to go, what do you say, Aunt? talk to ants, you'd have to learn their language, ease. you know. If you're going to go to another nation and minister, you kind of need, you can have an interpreter, but to really be fully effective, you need to learn their language. And, and you need to learn the culture and customs and all that. And so that's the same thing with the Spirit. And I think a lot of times we get into, we go, I'm a believer now, but we don't get adept at the things of the Spirit, the things of the kingdom, the spirit realm. We don't understand a lot of those things. But when we get our prayer language and we we practice praying in the spirit, then it begins it begins to open things up for us. And because that's what the Holy Spirit does, and there was um I wanted to read 1 Corinthians chapter 2 starting in verse 6. And this is a long passage, so just listen to the things that like stand out to you. I just encourage you guys, if you want to close your eyes and listen, close your eyes and listen, whatever works for you. So this is 1 Corinthians 2, starting at verse 6. It says, this is the Passion Translation. However, there is a wisdom that we continually speak of when we are among the spiritually mature. It's wisdom that didn't originate in this present age, nor did it come from the rulers of this age who were in the process of being dethroned. Instead, we continually speak of this wonderful wisdom that comes from God, hidden before now in a mystery. It is his secret plan destined before the ages to bring us into glory. None of the rulers of this present world understood it, none of the rulers of this present world understood it, for if they had, they would never have crucified the Lord of glory. This is why the scriptures say things never discovered or heard of before things beyond our ability to imagine, these are the many things God has in store for all his lovers. But now, but God now unveils these profound realities to us by the Spirit. Yes, he has revealed to us his inmost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit, who constantly explores all things. After all, who can really see into a person's heart and know his hidden impulses except for that person's spirit? So it is with God. His thoughts and secrets are only fully understood by his spirit, the spirit of God. For we did not receive the spirit of this world system, but the spirit of God, so that we might come to understand and experience all that grace has lavished upon us. And we articulate these realities with the words imparted to us by the Spirit and not with the words taught by human wisdom. We join together Spirit-revealed truths with Spirit-revealed words. Someone living on an entirely human level rejects the revelations of God's Spirit for they make no sense to him. He can't understand the revelations of the Spirit because they were only discovered by the illumination of the Spirit. Those who live in the Spirit are able to carefully evaluate all things, and they are subject to the scrutiny of no one but God. For who for who has ever intimately known the mind of the Lord well enough to become his counselor? Christ has, and we possess Christ's perceptions. That's a really powerful passage when you sit and read. I know it's kind of hard when you're listening because there's so much in it. But it's basically saying, everything that we get and all of our understanding about God comes from the spirit boiled down right there. It all comes from the spirit by the spirit through the Holy spirit. So when we pray in our personal prayer language, we're not only building ourselves up. There's a lot of different things that does for you. It builds you up just like if you went to the gym and exercise and built your muscles and all that kind of stuff, it builds you up spiritually. And I can't explain it. It's supernatural. It just does. But it also begins to illuminate the things of God to you. So when you are trying to get understanding of particular scriptures, it will illuminate those scriptures to you. When you're trying to get answers to problems, you will it will illuminate. If there's somebody that is just on your nerves, pray in the Spirit. Pray in the spirit because by the spirit, you will be able to walk in love towards them. By the spirit, you'll be able to forgive them. I had a pastor one time, not here, but years ago when I lived in another town and he was at aught with his son. And he said, when I he laid on the, on the floor and said, I am praying in the spirit until this thing lifts, I'm not going to succumb to this anymore. And he did. And he prayed and prayed and it finally, at some point it lifted and and he was able to go on. But there's things, you know, what does our, what does our future look like? What do you want me to do, God? What is this with it? It's in the spirit. How do you want me to handle my finances? It's in the spirit. I mean, so many of the things that we look at as natural things, even, even when we begin to understand tithing and giving and all that, it's not a natural thing that we're doing. It is so not natural. It is so super natural. And he's got plans and purposes. And when you get beyond tithing and you get into offerings and stuff, it's like, where do you want me to direct my finances? Where do you want me to expand the kingdom? Where do I go from here? Because it's in the spirit. His plan is in the spirit because as he directs you, it'll come back to you. So the point of all of this is everything is by the spirit. My words are spirit and my words are life. And so if we need spirit and life, we need the power of the Holy Spirit. He's the one that guides us. And then I wanted to read Romans 8, um, 26 and 27. When we don't know, one of the things about the spirit is when you don't know how to pray, pray in the spirit. If you don't have words to say, I don't even know what to say in this situation, or I feel like I've prayed everything I can pray, you can pray for a long time in the Spirit. A long time. And you'll say some really good things because it's all by the power of God. So in Romans 8, 26 and 27, it says, So too the Holy Spirit comes to our aid and bears us up or helps us in our weakness or our infirmities. For we do not know what prayer to offer nor how to offer it worthily as we ought. But the Spirit himself goes to meet our supplication and pleads in our behalf with unspeakable yearnings and groanings too deep for utterance. And he who searches the hearts of men knows what is in the mind of the Holy Spirit, what his intent is. Because the Spirit intercedes and pleads before God on behalf of the saints according to and in harmony with his will. So when you look at this word weakness, it says in verse 26, um, So too the Holy Spirit comes to our aid and bears us up in our weakness. Or sorry, comes to our and bears us up, which in the King James it says he helps us. So the Holy Spirit comes and helps us <clears throat> in our weakness. And it basically means to lay hold along. To lay hold of along with. To help in obtaining, to take hold with another, to take hold at the side for assistance. So when you pray in the Spirit, you basically have somebody that you can't physically see, but you have somebody that's there with you. If you imagine yourself arm in arm with them, and they are stronger than you, and they are pleading your case, they are praying for you. It's the Spirit praying through you, but it's God is god's spirit praying through you and he's arm in arm with you and he is in it with you we are not left to our own devices we are not left to figure things out for ourselves. we're not left to figure out how am i going to get out of this situation we are not left to figure out what does the future look like we're not left on our own to figure anything out he is right there if we would step into that place and get that understanding and say I don't have to do a lick of anything in my life by myself nothing then our lives would be I won't say easier I won't say that but we could walk through with more peace that's what I will say we will walk through we we walk through some difficult things in our lives but we can walk through it with peace beyond our understanding that we had no idea and grace that we had no idea we could be able to walk through things I'm amazed at the grace after Pastor Barry's death. I'm amazed at the grace. Those are the things you think of. How will I ever make it through when that day happens? And the day happens unexpectedly. And the grace to walk through is astounding. Absolutely astounding. Do we miss him? Absolutely we do. But the grace to walk through is way beyond my comprehension that it ever would be. And so these are the things that by the Spirit, we have the ability to walk through the things of life with peace and grace and sustained by God and not having to be worried about what's going to happen, what's going to happen with this, what's going to happen with that. So. So he's saying he comes alongside. So when you pray in the spirit, he is side by side with you. And he is like in this, he is in this thing with you. Sometimes we feel like we are so by ourselves. He's in this with you. And his job is to see you through it, victoriously, victoriously. So if you feel like you're under a mountain in something right now, pray in the spirit because it will lift your spirit up and he will cause you to take an aerial view at the whole thing. Instead of looking up at this mountain, you will all of a sudden be soaring like an eagle over everything and he will put things in perspective for you. I promise you that. You cannot pray in the Spirit for a period of time without your Spirit being lifted and gaining His perspective on things. This is why praying in the Spirit is so powerful, because we really, truly can't lose. We cannot lose. You can take any situation and you can put it with the power of the Holy Spirit right before you, with Him, with you, pray and get a different perspective, get a different um, strategy, He'll give you strategies. He will show you things. So when he says here, um, he bears this up in our weakness or our infirmities. That word infirmity, well, the word infirmity is weakness, but it means lack of strength in your body or your soul. Lack of strength in your body or your soul, which also means to understand something, to restrain corrupt desires, to bear trials and troubles, to do things great and glorious. Well, that kind of covers a lot of things. So infirmity, if it means he's going to help me understand things, he will help me to restrain my own corrupt desires, things that are just not of Him that He doesn't want for me, and I can't stop them. Pray in the Spirit. Take those things and just say, "I'm going to pray in the Spirit." If you have a problem with alcohol or whatever it is, just say, "I'm going to take so much time, and I'm just going to pray in the Spirit about this issue." It, will, I promise you, it will go away at some point, soon, very soon. Because you've, because what you've done is you've taken that thing with your will. You have taken that thing that's in you and you have put it right under the power of God. And when you pray in the spirit, it is the language of God that surpasses the enemy can't understand. You can't even understand what you're saying unless he gives you an interpretation. You don't even know. But it doesn't matter because it's your spirit praying. And it is like you could imagine a picture of. That situation and a laser gun. And as you pray in the spirit, you're just continually shooting lasers at that thing until it disintegrates. Whatever picture that you need, that's what you can do. So he says he's going to give me understanding. He's going to help me restrain corrupt desires. He's going to help me bear up under trials and troubles. That's what we we're talking about. When we're walking through things, if you pray in the spirit, he will lift you to have a different view. He will lift your spirit. That's what we say, lift your spirits. He's gonna lift your spirit. Praying in the spirit lifts your spirit. And to do things great and glorious. That's our that's our plans. That's our future. What's he got in my future? I want to do things great and glorious. It's all in the it's all in the praying in the spirit. Pray it out. Hmm. we pray in an unknown tongue our human spirit is doing the praying our understanding is unfruitful the enemy doesn't like tongues because the power of the Holy Spirit that is infused in us from the inside out we become infused with power infused the the word calls it, it Jude it calls it building yourself up on the most holy faith. If you look at that word, it literally means like you're building a building in the natural, like you're building an edifice. And so it means structuring yourself. So when you pray in the Spirit, you are structuring your life in the kingdom. You're structuring your life in the kingdom. So I'm telling you, if you there are things you don't understand, pray in the Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will begin to reveal those things to you. But also just praying the Spirit to build yourself up. Build up your strength. You will tell a difference. The first time I ever did this was right before I started a training center in um, 2001. And Pastor Kathy had told me, I'd gone to her and she said, You should think about coming in this fall. And I said, Nah, nah, I'm not ready to come yet. And just, I I was just really curious about, you know, the power of the Holy Spirit. And I decided one night to pray in the Spirit for three hours. I had never done that before. So I decided I would pray in the Spirit for three hours. So I was in my room and, you know, the first like hour and a half is, I'm praying, you know, but I mean, nothing's happening. I'm just praying because I'm making myself pray. And then um, probably after like two hours, I was like, I remember thinking, oh, I'm like really feeling like I could feel a difference, you know, praying in the spirit. You could all of a sudden you're like, okay, something's happening. I can feel a difference. And um, I started laughing and laughing by myself. And I just started laughing and laughing and laughing. And I was like having a good time. I was like, oh, this is great. And so then after I remember at the end of three hours, all of a sudden I said, I have to go to training center and I have to go right now. I have to, I have to go. And I knew, and I that was not of me because I had no part of my human mind was wanting to go to training, center, or my will was wanting to go to training center. at that time. I was had it pushed off for a bit. And so I ended up going at that point in time. But those are the things, you know, it's like push yourself. It's like going to the gym and saying, Well, I did 30 minutes yesterday, so I'm gonna push myself and just do two more minutes today, or I'm gonna do two more pumps of two more, you know, sets or whatever you want to do. And so when you just take time to pray in the spirit and after so long say, okay, well, I've been doing this for a while. I'm going to push myself a little bit more because that's what digging in the spirit realm means. It's like, it's like there is no end to God. And so sometimes when we get bored with our Christianity, it's because we're not pushing ourselves into the deeper things of God. There's no, there's more out there and pushing ourselves is different for everybody. It might mean you need to go out on the street and pray for some people, or it might mean you need to get in your house and you need to pray for five hours in the spirit. I don't know. But I'm just throwing that out there because for each person it's different. What is digging in the spirit to you? What's gonna release more for you? And I I just said I was desperate. I was like, I need I need something different because this is just none of this is what I thought it was gonna be. You know, just everything. The whole picture of my life at that point in time was not what I thought it was going to be. I wasn't wasn't bad. I just wanted more. And so we have to get to the point where we're like, okay, well, what is that? What do you want me to do? Maybe you spend more time in worship at home. I don't know. But what I do think is that everybody should push themselves to pray in the spirit. Because this is part of um, our spirit life. It's part of life in the kingdom. Because it is God speaking directly through us. To us, through us. But, you, I mean, you can't, it, it is spirit to spirit. And to me, that is so divine. To me, to sit and know that I can be like, I can get through any situation. The reason that usually I struggle is because I haven't spent enough time praying to the spirit. And I would venture to say that's probably key for all of us. But I know, I know, like when I start going to different places, I'm like, uh, you know, when life becomes kind of like boring or it starts to settle. And I feel like for me, for people's other things, but for me, praying the spirit is so key to my life. And so I just really encourage you guys to do, um, to do it and to do it more than you have been doing. When the Holy Spirit is able to express the mysteries through your spirit, eventually they will manifest themselves in your understanding. Tongues literally freeze the Holy Spirit to move on your mind with revelation, knowledge, insight, wisdom, and understanding for spiritual matters. Hour after hour, you pray in tongues, constantly feeding divine mysteries into your spirit. Suddenly, the Holy Spirit takes the contents of what he's trying to, to say to you and releases the revelation in a second. The more you pray, the more you begin to get understanding. was something else I wanted to read. To the degree you yield is the degree you'll have power. To the degree you allow yourself to follow God is the degree you'll have him. Like, the only thing that hinders us, the Holy Spirit from bringing understanding and revelation is us. Because we're the ones that say, okay, I'm going to spend some time praying in the spirit or I'm not going to. So he's limited by us. He's sitting there. He's being given to us as a gift. Back to John 13. Because Jesus said, I will send you another just like me. Because Jesus couldn't be here all the time. But he's saying, I'm sending you one just like me. The Holy Spirit is just like Jesus. But he's with us all the time. So he's the revealer of truth. Oh, and the, last, the other one I wanted to see, read was 2 Timothy 1, 6, and 7. That is why I would remind you to stir up. And that also means to rekindle the embers, to fan the flame and keep burning the gracious gift of God, the inner fire that is in you by means of laying on hands. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice and fawning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and a love and a calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. Stir up the gift that's in you, that gift of tongues that is in you. Stir it up. That's part of the reason we pray in the Spirit also. Stir it up. Rekindle the flames. When I said things start to get boring sometimes, stir it up. Stir it up. Stir it up. Rekindle the flames. Fan the flame. Keep it burning. Because you want to be bold and courageous? You want to do what he's called you to do? in the spirit because he's the one that gives you the power to do it. it did anybody see the movie harriet that movie i absolutely love this movie that i have read books on on harriet tubman and she um I, I don't know there's a controversy about the movie about what's true and what's not what i will tell you is true is her prayer life because i have read the books on that and the movie depicts, I always thought if someone made a movie, they would leave God part out, and they did not in this movie. Huge kudos to the producer. And she would literally, if, you, if you're not familiar with Harriet Tubman, she freed, she was a slave and freed herself, and also went back and freed many other slaves during, before she died. And um, she would literally stop, and she would look around, and she would have these encounters with God. And he would tell her which direction to go and what to do. And she would be going this way. And he would be like, she'd go, nope, I think I, we need to go that way. And she did the whole thing. Her boldness came from him. The boldness to do what God had called her to do. And because of her boldness, all those other people were free. Their freedom, God could have done it a different way. But you can say, so to speak, their freedom relied on her being courageous, and she could only have done what she did by the power of God. And it's the same thing with us. There are things he's called us to do, and we can only do them if we're bold and courageous. And how do we do that? By the Spirit. The Spirit is the one who encourages us. The Spirit is the one that builds us up. He's the one that that, um, gives us the confidence. I'm telling you, your life is in the Spirit. All of it. The answers to everything. So let's just stand up and um, let's pray in the Spirit. And if you're here and you don't have your prayer language, just stand there and or sit, whatever you want to do, and um, just listen. If you don't have your prayer language, just listen. It's okay. And we're just going to pray in the Spirit for however long. Kilia shorobakaria shada bakaria shada bakuria Sada bakuria Sada bakuria ka lilili kilia todo bakuria